Hey, all you fish heads out there. My name is Smokin' Joe, and I have some questions. Do you have fish? Yeah. Do you love your fish? Yeah. Do you love your fish enough to buy them their own song? Oh, yeah. Who needs another castle for the tank when you can have a custom tune made for your favorite finned friend? It's easy. You tell me about your fish. I have the best fish. You pick a genre of music. Any genre. I make you a song. From metal to Irish folk. From EDM to funk to punk. I'd love to make a song for you. Visit www.smokeandjoeonline.com to fill out your inquiry today. That's www.smokinjoeonline.com today. Welcome to the Aquarium Guys podcast with your hosts, Jim Colby and Rob Zolson. I am so happy to be back. Welcome one and all back to the podcast, Jimmy. Jimmy, it's been so so far too long. What's that COVID kid? <sighs> the COVID it's, kid. It's been it's been rather rough for uh, for me. Yeah, I, well, being a pussy, I'm sure it's. I'm just glad I still meow. still have my dick. So uh, we don't. Know, well, you okay. count your blessings. That's right. You count your blessings. So uh, for those who are listening, um, you only saw us gone for one week. Honestly, we've had a couple of uh, episodes in the chamber, and we've been gone for three weeks. We haven't been uh, on the mics. We're super rusty, and we decided to take some time, mainly because uh, Rob sucks, and uh, we had some COVID uh, scares going on throughout my household. We've all had multiple tests. We're all clean, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. So the syphilis is better? It's, you know, the itching is slowed he down. He took his sure. penicillin. That's right. The itching is slowed down for sure. Well, I am uh, your host, Rob Zolson. Really first stage or, third, or tertiary syphilis? <laughs> Why do you know so much about syphilis? Yeah, Dr. Adam. <laughs> I'm Rob Zolson. <laughs> I'm clean and sober Jim Colby. <laughs> and I'm at a... <laughs> I purposely lag him out just so <laughs> we get more uh, comedy that way. And who's and this guy? Today, we have in studio, because we all got COVID tested, uh, Joe Tyson from Joe Shrimp Shack. Buenos dias. Dot com. <laughs> Buenos dias. We're, uh, we're super stoked to, to have a redux on the shrimp conversation, see what you're up That's to, right. and see what's new. It's freezing here in Minnesota. That's all I got to say. And we're supposed to get negative weather again for the next couple days. That is correct. And, and and now they are naming the cold fronts after my ex-wife. Every time a cold front comes through, they just go, cold front, Gail. Cold-hearted. Frigid. All these free shout-outs. We got a charger. That's what we have to do. Well, she gave us the table. We're good. Uh, she gave us this? I thought we stole this. <laughs> oh, moving on. Well, uh... <laughs> I would like to uh, thank all the people on Discord and all the people on Twitch we, that we have live. You guys can join us. Go to AquariumGuysPodcast.com, by the website. You'll find the link to Twitch and Discord, uh, twitch.tv forward slash AquariumGuys. Come join the debauchery. We'll be answering questions live. But since we've been gone so horrible long, we've selected some, some solid questions to uh, answer before we start uh, going into a deep dive on shrimp, uh, Joe's six-inch Chola Wood, and uh, all his many memoirs. Six inches wide. 
Wow. Oh, that's, that's a, a nice start. That's a new promo yeah. uh, promo code right there. You, you should get together. Six inch wide. Gwyneth Paltrow and sell your stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Are we, um, we going to talk about that? I, You know, you better get off your chest before we start answering questions. Adam, you, you got the thing I sent you right about Gwyneth Paltrow? Joe, yeah, I did. So Gwyneth Paltrow uh, got in a little bit of trouble last week. She sells candles, $75 a piece, and they're starting, and people take them home, they light them up, and they explode. And uh, this is on CNN and Fox, not making this up. It's you got to have both to make it legit. That's that's the rule. Both what? You have to have both news stations. Yes. yes. Fox and CNN both had it on there. A- a- anyway, she sells, I'm not making this up, vagina-scented candles. Come on, Joe. Good vagina or bad vagina? Because there's some stinky vaginas <laughs> out there. Vagina. That's all I gotta they say. They smell like her vagina. Is it? And and how, how do you know, do you know what her vagina smells like? Yeah, Adam. Well, you have to buy the candle. <laughs> so and that's what they say. So probably I, her dog's vagina. It could be. So I, I I take this this news thing I got and I I sent it to Robs and Adam. Neither one of them even respond. I knew about it. So so I sent it to my wife. And here's what she says. She reads it, and she says to me, why would somebody put a candle in your vagina? I go, you got to read the whole thing, honey. That's a, that's a clip right there. Yeah. 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 So anyway, if you bought uh, some Gwyneth Paltrow candles, please throw them out, even though they're 75 bucks. Be careful. They, we don't want you, you have been warned. We don't want them exploding in people's houses. You've been officially warned. So you're trying to say that Gwyneth Paltrow explodes? She, you know, it happens to the best of them. Yeah, you know, actually, if they have the right wood. That's right. <laughs> All right, so let's get let's get into some questions. What that that was good. That was great. That was great. In we fact, didn't even we set haven't this up. This we haven't like done unrehearsed. this for three weeks, and the first thing you talk about is pussy candles. I I can't be happier. I've got another story. Nope, we're gonna go into questions. I've got this a good story. Uh, Justin wants to know. Hey guys, been listening to the podcast for a bit now. I enjoy it very much. We have our favorite fish in the hobby, so I am no exception. You have have you ever thought doing an episode on Trophius? They are touted as difficult to keep, which is why I feel many people stay clear of them. But it really just comes down to caring. Uh, they are so close to marine colors and freshwater species I've seen. Many different morphs, male and female, both show. They are fascinating to watch, and especially er, especially in species-only tanks. Hope to hear what you guys think of them. Keep it up. Best regards, Justin. Nice question. So uh, we're going to do some trophies there, Jimmy. Not a fan. Yeah, you weren't... <laughs> Full disclosure, Jimmy and I are very much not fans of many cichlids. Uh, I like Trophius much more than Jimmy does, and it definitely needs to be covered because there is this whole umbrella over Trophius specifically is, oh, it's difficult to keep, and there's not a whole lot of reward in doing it. I disagree. I think it's, a, like you said, fascinating colors, and you're seeing a ton of different colors come out of different a lot of different breeding regions. Even different clubs have them. So if you have someone that is a trophyist expert, send them over to the aquarium, guys. We love booking stuff up ahead of time. Uh, heck, the reason that uh, most of this three weeks, it was you know a little bit of Rob's getting COVID, but we're doing this stuff remote. We were stood up by a couple of guests. Doesn't feel great, but uh, it happens. So if you got some guests, you want to talk about trophyists, send them our way. Or better yet, Joe's way, because he, he's switching from the shrimp shack to a trophy shop. Is that what it is? Pokemon shop. Poke, okay. Shrimp and Pokemon. Is that your new hustle now? 
I think we should take a tangent there, and you should explain to the crowd what your new hustle is. Pokemon. So, so wait, wait. Are they going to go on uh, JoeShroomShack.com and get some Pokemon? Not right now. Maybe a Maybe. different page. I'm thinking about doing a whole entire new YouTube channel, kind of like Leonhart with Pokemon, because my collection is just superb A1. You're going to call it the FatSnorlax.com? That'd be actually No, no, no. Funny. You could call it Joe's Pokemon Shack. No. What's wrong with Joe's Pornhub? <laughs> oh, boy. So, you know, I think you should tie that in. I mean, if, if buy a bag of shrimp, get a free Pokemon card. Because that way you could use that Pokemon card to scrape off the algae off your tank. Could. Some, Just people, some people would be like, hell no, why is he giving me a Pokemon card? Exactly. <laughs> That'd be me. Well, next one. Hey, guys. This is a text message that we got. You can a also text, text us. Really? Yes. Uh, hey, guys. Would like to request a full song of Shrimp Blues. Please make sure to add in some didgeridoo. I've been listening since episode one. So uh, I messaged this guy back, and we have a gentleman that uh, I believe in this episode you probably heard of his advertisement, uh, Smokin' Joe, that is doing uh, pet uh, songs. So we messaged him to see if he wants to purchase the uh, a fish song sang in the blues. Uh, Scrap is a bit busy. Uh, I don't think he's going to do a whole song. But if you want to have some uh, songs written for you, certainly uh, check the information in the description. We're going to have him as an interview guest uh, February 15th. This episode might be uh, live by then. So uh, certainly come and check us out. He'll be uh, doing a concert on the Aquarium Guys podcast. What? Finding some rock and roll, mothers. Uh, it could be rock and roll. It could be folk time country. It could no, be it, funk. it will be rock and roll. Or Adams. You it's going to be the dueling banjos. Oh, my butt just puckered up. See, there you go. Anytime Jimmy's butt puckers up, it's always a good time. Looked like Adam's butt puckered up there. Just a little bit. No. All right. Um, we have a bunch of people that have been messaging in, so I'm trying to filter in. Uh, How many is a bunch? People's stories. How many is a bunch? Uh, definitely. Two, the, right. Yeah. No, definitely. Your in multi mom and who else? Multi-digits. So. All right. multi uh, So if you want to get your story in before we do story time. I four, got a story. I was going to tell you. you won't let is me it tell story time four? No, Quality? It's a, it's a story. Yeah, All right, probably. You, you better no. take your story. No, I'm not going to tell my story. Okay. I'll tell it later. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you, Joe, before you go home. Definitely. I'll listen to it with all yeah. ears. See. Well, off the air. Off the air? Yeah. It's our secret. Secret time. It's our little secret. All right. Next one. Uh, hey, guys. My name is Dylan. I am 17 years old and from Ireland. What's up, Dylan? I uh, love the podcast. Oh. So funny. Wealth of information. I know the main goal of your podcast is to inspire uh, new and recurring aquarists. I have an Instagram page, themed aquarium page, that has around 28,000 followers on my own YouTube channel. I've decided to dedicate to fish keeping and aquascaping every day. I got my new little uh, followers that have never even kept a tank. So it would be great if you guys uh, would make an Aquarium Guys podcast page where we could re reach a whole new audience. Uh, I shouldn't tell him that Jimmy still never posted on Twitter once, and now he wants an Instagram. I've done Twitter at least four times. Have you? The first week, you, and then you, I, I quit. You twatted like well, four times you know what? call the good? I'm going. I'm never going to beat any of the Kardashian girls on Twitter. So, you know, it, once, once I get above two million, then I'll start. I mean, what can you do? Oh, yeah. Well, let's give a shout out to uh, Dylan here. He has daily aquariums on Instagram. I checked it out. It is pretty legitimate. There is some <clears throat> sweet... Sweet. Sweet tanks on there. Not enough shrimp for uh, Joe's liking. So um, we, is we expect the key word for something. We. <laughs> this is why you got to watch the video. Uh, so you, you can't miss these cues. But uh, 
you gotta have some chola wood. If we gave you a uh, shout out, now your obligation is to get six inch chola wood in your next three posts minimum on Instagram. Minimum. You know, you know what? Because we don't know the difference between inches and centimeters. Strap three of them together and tell us it's six inches. I don't care. That's right. It's all over at that point. <laughs> All right. So, are you okay, Adam? You're just sitting there giggling. See, like the a Europeans, the Europeans do centimeters because more numbers makes it look bigger. Versus us Americans, we just do the small inches because we can say, "Hey, six inches," and they have to say, "Oh, I got twenty-four centimeters," or whatever it is. I just got one of those funhouse mirrors, you know, in my bedroom, so everything looks bigger and fatter. Is oh, that what you call it, the cheese wheel? That's what I. Think. Okay, just just checking. Uh, we also have a voicemail. You can call in with your questions as well. What? What does that start? I uh, know. We, not enough people call in. They're too shy. So here we go. Hey, guys. My name is Tristan. I am a longtime listener, first-time caller. I work outside, so I listen to your guys' podcast while I'm at work. A uh, quick question about uh, CO2. Um I have lots of plants doing really, really well in my 20-gallon community tank, uh, but I really want to get some uh, dwarf baby gears or something like that, the carpet on uh, my my the bottom of my tank. So my question is, is there any uh, cheap or easy CO2 solutions for a broke college student? Because I can't afford a massive or expensive CO2 system right now. Uh, thanks, guys. I uh, hope to hear back from you. Uh, have a good one. Joe's got this. One. I got this. Joe's one. got this. All right. I'll cover a lot of the CO2. Hit it. The liquid carbon is not really liquid carbon, it's glutamaldehyde. So don't do that. Then they have the CO2 tablets. Don't do that. It's Alka Seltzer. You have the paintball, which is the probably cheapest out there for injecting the uh, paintball CO2 on there. Um, you also have the. DYI version, I hate that. But to be honest, buy a hundred and twenty-five dollar rig from Milwaukee. It's it's I that's what I use on my show tank and it works out really well. Hundred and twenty-five bucks for the rig, go buy yourself a C, a five pound CO2 cylinder and just go on that one. Just make sure you have the right lighting for your CO2 because if you want to do Monte Carlo and stuff, they need a lot of light. The DIY ways of like putting it in the bottles, mixing up baking soda, the yeast combinations. It sucks shit. I've done so many of the mixtures uh, and testing and just from people asking questions like, well, you know, I probably should get my hands uh, dirty. So, of course, you get kits off a of wish to get you little plastic applicators to stick on your Coke bottles. And it's just the most, most shitty way of getting it done. Spend 125 bucks, get a real rig. You know, and, and, and there, here's a good point. You, you could save that many in, that much money just in, in saving your plants. If you have a whole bunch of plants and you go to some cheap-ass system, you could kill all your plants, and all of a sudden, now you're 200 bucks behind. Correct. So don't go out and drink beer two weekends in a row, and you can buy it. Ta-da. Or stay out of the strip clubs. Or just you know throw away the ramen and don't eat. I mean, you're fat Don't enough. eat. Or if you're going to college, and if your parents are paying for your college, tell them that you came up with another book that you need to pay for, and you need about 150 bucks. Get right. these books Ta-da. and go get yourself a rig. Exactly. Now, as far as sourcing the CO2, go to your weld shop, right? That has the cheapest way of getting – you could even rent a can for cheap. Some places let you rent. I mean, and that, make it happen. And, and and that can will last you a long, long time. Long time. What, what I got? thought was funny when he left the message, it sounded like a, like almost like a Dear Abby. Long time listener, first time caller. Oh. I live in a small Midwestern town. And I never thought this would happen to me. 
What's that? Oh, you never, you never never used to read all the oh, uh, no. in Penthouse magazine. That's how they all no. started. But that's another podcast which we can't talk about. So, Joe, how you been, man? It's been a while since you've been on the podcast. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> it's nice that you got out of jail. How was jail? Not jail was pretty good. Yeah, did love my cholo wood. Love your cholo wood. You get three squares a day. That's three squares on a hot cot. That's right. Well, if you guys haven't heard Joe on the podcast before, certainly listen to prior episodes. You were even on one of the story times. I think there was a record amount Two of, of ducks. Story times. We ran out of ducks the last time you were here. I know. We had fun with Big Rich on the ducks. We did. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was that was too much. Um, so I won't ask you what, uh, you know, the basic questions that we normally ask people, like, you know, what got you in the hobby? Why do you do this? Because we all know it's for the uh, Pokemon cards now. That's right. It's all about the Pokemon. It's all about the Pokemon, not the shrimp. Um, we have unique questions. That's uh, specified. Uh, we have a bunch of people in the Aquarium Guys podcast that uh, demand certain questions. And number one, why in the world uh, um, don't you have bathwater listed yet? Bathwater is listed. So under you, odds and ends. <laughs> you can now buy, without using the promo code, although you should, uh, directly buy bathwater from joeshrimpshack.com. It's a shrimp bathwater, for those that are wondering. Because we have gotten enough questions on our certified. podcast. Certified. 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 Comes with a certificate. I don't know if it's a certificate. I mean, we'll have to work on it. Take our word on it, I guess. Yeah. Here. Post-it a note. A post-it note. Post-it. I like that, Adam. That, what sucks is Adams are are uh, you know our money guys so all about the money. Yep. All right. Uh, on, on Twitch we have a couple of them. Uh, says on here, uh, sweet Jesus, it's the perfect evolution of beards. Uh, one rule: never take a, advice from a guy with a golden spatula. So clearly they uh, they appreciate your my, my golden spatula. My I just found out about this last night. Isn't that great? Do you want to explain it to people about the golden spatula? I play a game called League of Legends. It's been around for well over a decade, and uh, there's a character that never came out. It was a manatee that decided to bitch slap people with a golden spatula. So uh, I have a golden spatula ever since. I've been a so diehard league player. A manatee? Yeah, I mean, look at me. Like, I don't. I have to work on this look. But Do you have what, Trump carved in your back? <laughs> oh, what? You have Trump carved in your back, like that manatee down in Florida? Oh, carved about? in. See, how horrible. And the whole time I thought this was like a reference to, you remember the old film uh, Stripes with yes. Bill Murray? Yes. You know, who's your buddy? Who's that's your right. pal? On the, on the stove on the and everything. Yeah. Underneath her buttocks. Yep. And that's why. And then we had that right there too. That's what I kind of thought. I That's Rob's. And I don't want to touch that. Yeah. See, I was going to actually buy Pokemon cards on my way up here and actually open them on air. Oh, Because Leonhard did that. But every place was sold out. I could not believe it. Everybody's like, oh, drive like two hours out of the cities and you'll find Pokemon cards. No. I hit Wadena at the Walmart. Guess what? Just ransacked. Nothing there. It's like a tornado went through. It is. Yeah. Well, we're just talking about uh, Rob Kardashian buying, opening up cards live and he's baseball cards and he pulled, what, a $100,000 card live? See, we just need Logan Paul to start getting into fish. Wait, there's $100,000 baseball cards? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. What oh, was it? Mickey God, Mantle yeah. card went for five uh, five mil? Yeah. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Rookie. Rob Rob Kardashian, a few months ago, it made national news. He he called his guy at like midnight saying, I want to buy a, a pack of these cards, and a pack is $10,000. And he said, just open it up live on one of these, uh, it was Twitch or whatever it was. And he opened it up, and the first card he pulled out was a freaking $100,000 card or something like that. It's pretty incredible. Because, you know, the Kardashians... They need more money. Oh, clearly. Oh, definitely. I mean, can't think of anybody who needs it more. Uh, now, but for, I would like to use that spatula on a couple of their s- stoves. Oh, right. 
Yeah. Let me hand you my spatula. All right. We'll do that. I feel like this is going to be tangent the podcast. So back on the thing. So what is new in your business before we get into the hobby? Nothing really. It's just uh, just consistently I amazing. I can't believe you are touching that right now. So how many how many pieces of cholo would have you sold? In a, oh wow! Since we last talked, well, Maverick went over and bought you fifty as a gift, and his big thing was to say that he was going to try and buy me out. And you know, of course, I have Don Cholo. Don Cholo is not going to run out. So not, it's like, not until he passes. So I might, actually, I might actually make something up on my page just for Maverick to go over and spend money since he wants to spend money and make a ridiculous kind of like gift for you. Oh, by the way, aren't you going to copyright the Don Cholo branded Cholo wood? Uh, I'll tell you this right now. I told Don Cholo okay. about this and he said he listened to it and he laughed his ass off. <laughs> now, this is the explain who Don Cholo is for people who don't know. All right. So I got hooked up with this guy. He's 82 years old. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Was that in prison? In prison. It was in prison. He got hooked up. Okay. Hooked up, yeah. That's good. He's 82. Um, he seems harmless. He sells Cholo wood, and I've been dealing with him for four years, I think it is. And I've tried to up my orders from him every single month, and he's just like, you know what? I'm 82 years old. I drink my coffee, and I cut your wood. And I'm totally happy with that. Cafe Bustelo. Exactly. Because I try, I, try, I try to go over and say, can I get 10,000 pieces a month? And he's like, I just can't do it. I can't. So I'm like, all right, just every month, just send me a package, just whatever you possibly can. And I'm happy with it. And I support him. And he's totally happy. He loves his whiskey because I'll send him a bottle of whiskey too. Hey. Jim likes whiskey. We, we should all uh, get a, an aquarium guy's bottle of whiskey of Gwyneth Paltrow flavor. <laughs> oh, <No>. bath water. <laughs> the only whiskey I drink is two gingers. I so you like redheads? Yes, I do. Hey, I got two young boys that are redheads. Wait a minute. You don't go that way. No. Okay. That's good. They're both married anyway. Moving on. So uh, <laughs> Joe's going to I text. can't get out of this. I can't get out of this. So, so He's suddenly getting a text. I, I want to talk more I'm about Cholo. I'm getting an order someone. I'm, I'm trying to see if it's about Chola Wood. Oh, no. I hope it's Chola Wood. <laughs> I'm going to look right out. Hey, you heard it live, people. So He's I, getting live responses from orders. So my brother-in-law was here from Arizona, and he explained to me what where Chola wood came from. I had no idea it was a came from a cactus, cactus plant. Yeah, and uh, I was just really impressed that I did not know that. There's a lot of things I don't know about, but that was a particular one I didn't know about. Considering you didn't hear the the advertisement talking about re- removing two thousand spines, you know what was ordered? What was Aquarium ordered? Guys certified shrimp bath water. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Dimax <laughs> cultivating pots. Unfortunately, they did not use your oh, discount code. No. Oh, oh. What? They could have saved fifteen percent off. It was a fifteen. It was a fifteen dollar order. Still, they could have saved. Uh, could have saved some money. And we will tell the viewers who it is if they want to know. Yeah, let's shame. Hey, them. first names let's only. Shame, let's shame them. First names only. Daniel. Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> but I'll show you. Oh, now we know. We know. We know. We know. So, so I do have a question about the chola wood. But like, do they have to cut the cactuses down, or do they just come back every year, or it's, how do they? It's dead cactus. Okay, I know. I oh, so it's already dead and dried. It's dead and dry. They cut it in the pieces of the length that you want. So, how, how do you get the spines off? I mean, there must be some sort of fast method other than sit there and pop them off one at a time. Well, everything that I've seen for like the wild just comes in long branches. So, I think that the spines have already fallen off. 
Oh, okay. So I shouldn't feel so sorry for Don Cholo. Exactly. I, I, I thought he was sitting there with a freaking <laughs> pair of pliers and a bottle of whiskey. Goddamn Joe Shrimpjack. <laughs> Joe Shrimpjack, piece of shit, mother. Freaking. Thinks I'm making a lot of money on this shit. Yep. I got social security. <laughs> I thought maybe he just had a round hole that he keeps shoving it in and then knocking it off. We wish we all had that round hole. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into shrimp. Well, right. I'll change the subject. We gotta change the subject. We otherwise this is gonna be the, like, the Cholo Wood episode. <laughs> it's gonna be all over. It can just be a random episode. It doesn't have to be like specific. Hey, it's it's the Joe Redux episode. Yeah, so work. remember, I get the golden spatula. What's new in the shrimp world? What's new in the shrimp world? Well, hopefully with COVID, hopefully we can start getting more immunity out there so we can start doing shows. Because I love Minnesota, but I am ready to travel. So is Chris Lukup. He's ready to travel as well. Just getting old. We gotta go. We gotta go places. It is. So that's at, why you're doing Pokemon. I'm at the store. Bored. I'm at the store, and I go home, and that's it. So Nothing. No life. Tell well, our, That's why he's here on a Monday. Tell our that's listeners right. where you travel to. What shows you do on on a, a yearly basis? All right, we do the International Shrimp Contest, which last year was done in New Jersey. A closet. Uh, New Jersey. <laughs> a closet. I do Aquashellas. I do Global Pet Expo. Um, um, I'm supposed to do Dortmund, but that got canceled. Um, going over to Taiwan as, as well. There's a lot of places that I kind of want to go traveling and stuff. Chris wants me to go to Germany, so damn, I'm like smacking everything. Yeah, you just you Jesus. just bitch slapped that mic right there with you your just, golden spatula. Just golden told spatula. him how it was. Take that, the, his nine inch golden rod. Say my name. He got excited. Who's your daddy? Who's who's, who's your, your daddy? daddy? Say it. Say it. It's, say it. It's Joe. <laughs> Say it. Stop hey, it. We are hiding the vodka before the podcast, boys. <laughs> All right. So you miss uh, shows. But we did it, alcohol animas. You spe- can't stop Specifically, it. like... Shrimp is a young thing, all right? So it's got, it's changing. There's colors we, all the time. We don't do young things. They're all I've been 18. seeing, we you check know, IDs. lime green shrimp coming out of Germany. When are these going to happen on Joe's? So the thing is, is like lime green, a lot of water is a little bit different. So... This is how I kind of tell people, like over in Taiwan, they have good, perfect water, we call it. And then when it comes here, we have to remineralize and everything. So a lot of the shrimp that I see, like I've heard people say, well, I got this purple neocaridina. I'm like, let me see it. And a lot of it's the lighting and everything. Um, I know I got a key lime green off a neocaridina catagalon. It's on the endangered species list. I ended up getting a bag of them a long time ago. I just been kind of breeding them out and I don't sell them. Um, But there's... America is five years behind what Taiwan is. And Germany is three years behind what Taiwan is too. So what's popular now for us is already outdated over in Taiwan. So like if you ever kind of look, it's hard finding crystal red shrimp right now because Taiwan is done and over with it right now. So they went from 10 breeding tanks, probably down to only one. Everybody's, we're just, we're just tired of this whole COVID thing. We're all stuck in our fish rooms. It's just kind of getting old. It, Yeah. So how about uh, crayfish? Is that getting popularity? Because I've been getting a ton of questions from people as of lately. Chris is making it more popular out there because he's always been a crayfish person. He's been cray? He's been cray cray. Cray cray. So what do you have for crayfish on hand, Jim? <laughs> I have the Mexican dwarf oranges and I have the bravos. Brazos. It's the Canabrellus texicanus. Any uh, wood shrimp? I do have some wood shrimp. I do. I need some wood shrimp. Do you? 
I do. You need some wood. You need some wood. So uh, six wood. inches of wood. I, I'm, I'm wood. saying these things in a roundabout way. You've kind of lost to, control, haven't you? Trying to cover wood. my bases. No more tequila. Wood. No you more could. tequila either. We're at the. I'm gonna go down the list. All right. Of what? Gin is next. If you if you gotta watch yourself. What? And we're gonna have to cut <laughs> take away before the podcast. Wood. I've been cut off by the best. You don't scare me. Would. Me and Joe could just walk out of this place right now and just have the time of our fucking lives. That's this right. is what happened. <laughs> Negative nine degrees outside. One we haven't Hell podcasted yeah. for we're three going weeks. On strike. We'll be out there making naked snow angels. We're gonna go to yard. we're gonna go to Tuffy's and go grab a whole pallet of dog food and just put it all over your yard. <laughs> That's actually happened before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So no wood shrimp. Uh, why uh, why are they dying for all of our listeners? And we continually get questions about it. They're buying them from the wrong person. I don't know why they're dying. They live in my tanks. So do you have tons of flow in your tank? I have decent flow in my tank that I have them in there. Do you personally make it messy? I don't really make it messy. They're a big <laughs> sift. <laughs> do, you, do you take a poop in there, Joe? I take a dookie in there. I'm hearing all these people like trying to give me all these recommendations. So I, don't have, I don't have a heater in my tank. So everybody should know by now at 76 degrees, there could be a disease. It's called muscular necrosis. That's a bacteria that gets underneath the shells. Oh, the shrimp. Jerry Lewis used to have a, have a thing about that. Muscular dystrophy. You're talking wrong one. Okay. <laughs> so, but right now we don't know if it affects the caridina, but it could affect the bamboo shrimp too. So what it look re, usually what it looks like is the insides of the shrimp turn like a milky white. And then when they molt and die, because they will die from it, and another shrimp eats that molt and chews on their dead carcass, they'll catch it as well. It's a tank killer. So take your heaters out of your tanks. Just keep it cold. Quit feeding them McRibs. So how do you feed wood shrimp? And for those that don't know, you can look up wood shrimp or bamboo shrimp. They seem to have these fronds on their hands that they try to catch. pom-poms. The pom-poms? Pom-poms. They're always like cheering you on every time you come in. Just do one of these. Jimmy, get in there. Get in there, Jimmy. They always remind me of, of, uh, I'm going to direct the airplane in. Come on. This way. Come here. This way, guys. Come here. Slide over here. Put it right there. I'm Uh, on top of the wood. Come on. Come on. Do it. Wood. Do it. So, how, again, how do you feed these? All right. I take pom-pom cheers. I take uh, powder <laughs> food, and I kind of sprinkle on the top of it because they make powder shrimp food. And as it sifts down, it'll they'll get it with their little pom-poms. Looks like little feather dusters. Almost. So how often do you feed? I feed those shrimp in, in general. Correct. Every third day. Every third day. Every third day. Unless he's I, not there. I take shrimp as their natural habitat. They're scavengers. I make them go scavenge. So is, is that what you sh- uh, feed shrimp in, in general is just every third day? Or is it just no, wood shrimp? Just wood shrimp. So what what is other shrimp in that you have in your uh, store? Other shrimp? I have over 75 varieties. So let's shrimp go neocardinia versus cardinia. That's what we'll try to categorize these as. All right. So you want me to start naming the shrimp? Oh, I'd God. rather you categorize like, well, in general, neos get this. Oh, Neo's, Neo's uh, shrimp I normally feed twice a week uh, unless there's babies in the tank. And then I feed every other day the powder food. And then I do a pellet once a week for the adults. Damn, that's way less than I would have assumed. They're scavengers. Make them do their job. I thought I was just being shitty and, and no. not feeding them enough. But I fed them. You are being shitty. You, 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 you are being shitty. Yeah. Well, you know, they're scavengers. And that's why a lot of times when Joe opens up his freaking closet door to put his shoes on, they're in the freaking closet scavenging around. That's right. What? Jimmy, it's your turn for questions. What? Why is Rob such a dick sometimes? What? 
Nobody could answer that. All right, Adam, it's your turn for questions. <laughs> well, if he's going to ask me questions, we got to put him up on camera. Oh, yeah, I want to see that big, beautiful. Yeah, we got to see. I want to see him uh, hide behind a Superman cape. We got to oh, see the God. yellow towel. He's beautiful. You know, he has one eyebrow. You ever notice that? It just one. goes straight across, like a cartoon character. <laughs> it's kind of like baking, uh, breaking Benjamin, the the early form where he just doesn't do any manscaping on his forehead. Oh yeah. I bet you Adam's hairier. Are right you now. having problems again with like over your head? Are you okay? Do you need instructions? Yeah. It's first time with your blankie. This is his last time with it's his microphone, his, so he doesn't have the towel bubba, anymore. It's his bubba blankie. Yeah. Have you ever um, had, have you ever been underneath a blanket and then and then farted and then you went, Wow, that was a mistake. Dutch oven. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, Adam, what questions you got for Joe? Are you sweating? Are you nervous? No. I mean it's okay if you're nervous. We've all we've all done it. First time on the big radio. That's right. Yeah. Hand, hand check underneath the blanket, please. What are you doing? Um, I don't know anymore. <laughs> there. What's your question, Adam? Jim, we're taking over the station. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Adam figures out the question. Uh, what size tank is best for a starter shrimp tank? Looking at a 15 gallon fluval uh, pedestal tank. Also recommendations for substrate choice been told three different things by local fish stores all right so you have to be wary of the fluval pedestal tanks any of the fluval tanks because they have the little slits for the overflow unless you put uh foam in there to block it so i started my tanks at 2.5s but usually fives and tens are a good one uh tell joe I chose not to use the code, so he makes more on the bottom line. Damn, like, there we go. I'd like him to seal the package with a kiss. Oh, dude, I'm gonna French that bottle. <laughs> I will know if he if he if he didn't. Oh, so. dude, I'm gonna French it. Send him a package with DNA in it, if you know what I mean. Oh, that's DNA. what the bathwater's for. <laughs> Shrimp bathwater. Special prize in the cereal box. Anyways, pedestal fluvals be concerned about. Yeah, because a lot of the fluvals or the all-in-ones have the overflow in there, and the shrimp can go back there and get caught. So you either put foam in front of it. Uh, most breeders out there use a 5 or a 20-gallon. I kind of use a, f- a 5, 10, 2.5, 15, whatever tank I have available. Whatever holds water. Exactly, because they're such small little shrimp. You could get a big colony. I've had over 300 and a 2.5. Really? Yep. And don't be calling Pete up because we ain't listening. Yeah. Well, guess what? PETA, they don't really consider shrimp as pets because, trust me, we there's some beta fighters out there, and they, and they don't consider fish as animals for pets because the store got called on, and that was the response back. I don't want names, but <laughs> we all know who it is. I'm just not naming the name. So, But uh, are you just I mean, jealous because can you can't be the referee? We can, we, no, we can just tame it and everything else, but it is water, you know. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, uh, what about the shrimp wrestling competitions? We've heard about this before. Shh, that's quiet. It's like the Fight Club. <laughs> the the rule. The shrimp Fight Club. It's rule one. You don't mention it. Don't talk. Don't talk about shrimp Fight Club. All right, that's right. How do you tell who wins? The one that's on top. The one that's on top. Yeah. Wood. Wood. Uh, Adam, what's your questions? Dude, um, I see your do forehead. You all it ever is. get the Siloisi shrimp in? No, I do not. I'm not a big Siloisi oh. fan. Um, it's hard to ship them for one, just because they like warm temperature. Um, and a lot of people like if I had them in my retail store, customers would come in because this happens. I'm in heaven to Betsy, the two big box chain stores. They say, "Hey, set up a tank. You can get livestock in there the next day." Not understanding a whole cycle of how long it takes, but. 
the average consumer wants to get a tank and set up shrimp in there right away. And they don't realize on Salouisi that they like a well-established tank with lots of algae. So try and go up to a customer and say, please wait six months before you put a new shrimp in there. They'll be like, I am going to the other box store and get them. Bass yeah, I had, my own, I had my own store. I hated it when they did that. Dude, it's all I see months. is your forehead. You got to be on camera. <laughs> I, I kind of prefer it this way. <laughs> you know, a lot of times I don't want to be seen with this. I felt either. like I felt like I was like six foot four. I was like talking to his forehead. It's like Adam's on his knees. Then you lost. Whoa, wood. Did you guys have a lot to drink this morning? This morning, oh, Joe came last night and stayed overnight. You can't get this way unless you oh, start early. That explains it. Yeah. That, that's what did it. So we, we had a good time. <laughs> we uh, stayed up, talked about Pokemon. Oh, you guys had a sleepover. He gaggled at my did. shrimp, my shrimp rack. We did. We had so a my sleepover. eyes are over here. He, Whoa. He, what? He appreciates my rack. You, I do. <laughs> is there anybody in the U.S. that breeds Sulawesi or has any good success with them, or no? Uh, they just are just that much. Certain of a pain people, in the ass. you know, breed certain things, and that's the biggest thing. But I've never really seen. You know, I'm not a part of any of the Sulawesi Facebook pages and stuff just because I don't carry them. So there might be some pages where people are actually successful breeding them and doing the longevity of it. But I know just for shipping them, it's really tough because they have to have stable, warm water. And, of course, when you're in Minnesota, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Why do you want Sulawesi's? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I like them. You like them? You like them? Yeah. How much do you like them? You like them? I like weird shit. I know they 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 tick my buckets for weird shrimp shit. Does it have corn in it too? <laughs> no, cream corn. All right, so the <laughs> Rob, Rob goes back on track yeah, uh, again. I'm going down the list because we we talked about shrimp quite a few Where times. Is we've the list? Questions. Where is the list? I want to see the it's list. You can't head. see the list. Oh. That's what he does. He, he, he Jim has his own list, but every, he, everybody he remembers it. Everybody, keep in mind this is like unrehearsed. I, like, I have no idea what they're even going to say. So these little one-liners are just off the top of my head. Uh, I hope so because if we plan this, this would be scuffed as hell. I know. What? How long does it take? <laughs> And what measurements do you take to try to see if a shrimp tank set up? I'm so sick of people messaging in, hey, I cycled my tank and my shrimp died. How long did you cycle it for? Did you ask them? Two weeks. That's not enough. That's what I'm saying. It's a minimum of two weeks, and then you still got to see detritus everywhere. Well, not necessarily detritus. I tell people a nice establishment for shrimp is usually three to four weeks. And then you test the ammonia, and then you test the nitrates. Ammonia's got to be at a zero, and then the nitrates need to be below five for ideal for shrimp and then you can start going over and introducing more so when i start a colony i always start between 10 and 15 let that go for a couple of weeks let the bacteria you know get used to all the bio load that's going in there then i add some more in there now do you ever wait for any type of uh, algae or any type of film in the tank so they have something to feed off of when you first put them in there nope i just make sure that it's fully cycled and then i can feed them accordingly so now when you say feeding accordingly, so you have a, a new cycle tank that's been sitting for four weeks. There really isn't much for any algae growth or detritus in there at all. Uh, you just feed a little heavier until it starts establishing? No, I go over and once my tank is fully cycled, let's say it's four weeks. Let's use that example, four weeks. I'll do a 25% water change, put fresh water in there, put my 10 to 15 shrimp in there, wait 24 hours, and then I drop a pellet of food in there and I just go on my normal regiment. I'm a retail store. People like coming in the store and they like seeing clean tanks. They don't want to go in there and say, ooh, look at all this algae. It's too, it's too much. It is just too much for them. So what is the perfect shrimp companions that you recommend? Um, snails work. 
Um, chili respores work. CPDs work. Um, you can do like one or two of the dwarf crayfish, but not overpopulate. Now, I heard that uh, snails aren't necessarily the best in small tanks because you're taking away calcium load. They can overpopulate, uh, overpopulate a tank. Um, yeah, we're, we're not talking there. like Malaysian trumpet snails and ram's horns. I just don't like those. But like you know, you can do. Nobody like, likes Malaysian trumpet snails. Uh, it, it just robs. It's he he loves them. Hey, those are gone now. But let's say you have a five gallon tank. Put a mystery snail in there. Put a couple nerite snails in there. I put assassin snails in all my tanks. I love those little suckers. So now that's another question. It's like uh, a brain sucker. I've uh, I have a, a gut feeling that assassin snails, given the opportunity, will eat a couple shrimplets. So I don't believe that at all. I mean, if a shrimp is going to stay there on the ground and allow a super slow snail to suck its brains to out, to creep up to it with his little straw and suck him up, then he was probably already almost dead. Or that's what we call a pre-cull. Or it's stupid enough. And sometimes <laughs> stupid is what stupid does and exactly. all things stupid to go. It's kind of like Ugg. <clears throat> you know, Ugg is a carnivorous plant. Everybody's like, oh, it's going to eat my shrimp. If that shrimp is sitting there and allows the moss to grow over it, then it probably deserved to die. But I have never actively seen a snail hunt down a shrimpet or a full-grown shrimp and kill it. If it's already, like, on the way dead, twitching on the ground, yes, it's a scavenger. It's going to go eat it. So is it a shrimplette or shrimpette? Yeah, I call it shrimpies, too. Shrimpies? Show me your shrimples. 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 It's a, shrimp, it's a shrimpette. It's kind of like, is it shrimp or shrimpies or shrimps? It's kind of like if you put multiple colors in there, are they shrimps? Or if you're some of our Asian friends, scrimps. Scrimps. Yes. Ramen noodle. <laughs> wow. It's your turn, Jimmy. I got, I, you threw me off with the whole Asian, Asian? Snails. Asian persuasion. But I do, I do believe though for, for the plural, if you have 20 of one color, it's shrimp. And, but when you add multiple colors, it's shrimps. <laughs> I do believe. You I mean think I had this topic before with someone. It's it's there's not a moose or mooses. Exactly. Meese. It's like shrimp and then shrimps, like multiple colors. I think I had this debate with someone, and I'm like, dude, this is like the stupidest debate that we're trying to have right now. Was it over tequila? <sighs> Scotch. Scotch. Either that or they're counting <laughs> shrimps. Shrimps. Shrimp. Shrimp. Show me your shrimp holes. I'm gonna make a shirt of that. If you're eating them, it's shrimp. If you're eating them, you're at Red Lobster, dumbass. They're delicious. Yeah, but he's up in Perm, so it's ramen noodles. Shrimp Ram, ramen noodles. Last yeah. time I went to Red Lobster, I had chicken. It's delicious. With the garlic butter. Why biscuits. would you eat chicken at a seafood place? It was cherry wood smoked chicken on a bed of rice. It was wonderful. I eat the cheeseburgers or the kids' cheeseburgers. At Red Lobster? I, I don't eat seafood. You don't? It's a texture thing. It reminds me of a juicy booger. <laughs> <laughs> so how, know, many, how many I don't people, eat seafood. How many people confuse your store with a with a restaurant? Uh, like, quite a few. I had three this last week. Like one guy was like pretty upset too. He like <laughs> he calls me and he's like, "Well, where are you located?" So I gave the address, and he goes, "Aren't you in Victoria?" I'm like, "That's my house," and he's like, "So you used to serve food at your house?" I'm like, "No, I used to eat food at my house." I said, "I'm an aquatic store." Because I thought this is a restaurant. I'm like, if you Google my name, it says aquatic store. It doesn't say restaurant. 
And he was like, <sighs> like, wow, excuse me, sorry. If you want some like MREs, we'll give you some MREs. <laughs> I, you commented on one of our advertisements saying it's not a restaurant, and you're like, finally, it's people still call it for a restaurant. I had a guy actually drive by, and he's like, "Can I send my daughter in and pick up some shrimp?" I'm like, "Sure." What type of shrimp do you want? He's like, "Well, what size are they?" I'm like, "Well, what size do you want? They're multiple colors." He's like, "We're talking to eat, right?" I'm like, "If you want ramen noodles." <laughs> And he came in with his daughter, and he, like, fell in love. He's like, oh, my God, these are so cool. He went to his daughter and said, do you want these? She's like, no, I can't eat them. <laughs> this is all in one week. This is like, it's oh, like, I know. I have fun at the store when people like that come in. It's just like, oh, yeah, Do you cool. have ramen, like, shrimp ramen noodles um, just on hand? No, I have MREs on hand at the store. So if I get the one person, like, hey, I want to make a reservation, you are getting a sodium-free MRE. So, whoa, whoa. If people call in. You actually hold a reservation for them at a certain time. What's an MRE? Meals ready to eat. Meals ready to eat. (laughs) I have done it before where someone calls and says, can I make a reservation? I'm like, sure. How many people? Well, two. (laughs) What time? (laughs) Did they ask what the special is? And I tell them it's shrimp. (laughs) I think by then they look it up and then they never show up. But if someone ever shows up, I have the MRE actually ready there. You have the table, you have the... the, the Dude, I'm going to serve Gwyneth Paltrow Paltrow candles. My my Alexa's going to be playing some music and stuff. She's going to be like, oh my god, this is sweet. You took over a whole entire store for this? Some sweet jazz music. (laughs) This food sucks, though. I got to do this with my wife. Be like, I got your reservation, baby. Like, I didn't recognize this place, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) The last time my wife and I stopped up there that... uh, Joe and, and Jen had a conversation about his address and how Google sucks trying to find your place. Oh, God. Yeah. If you if you use Google, it takes you to the back of the building to a dumpster. I think the picture actually shows a dumpster. <laughs> it does. So I actually went over, and you could, I can log on to my Google, and I can move the arrow to the right spot. And then they said, hey, there's already a business there. And I'm like, I'm glad you recognize that. There's another business there be- besides that, too. And they actually took down my whole Google account because they thought I was being fraud, and I had to prove to them. So I lost, I don't know, like 60 or 70 good reviews because they just deleted everything and they restarted it. And, of course, do they use my picture of the front? No, they show the dumpster once again. <laughs> you know, I'm not kidding. That's- Last time I was at your place, I fixed it. I'm a Google administrator, and as you can tell, uh, it's exactly on point now. Is You're welcome. Done? That is cool. Yeah. So uh, didn't know that that was a meme. I should have yeah. put it back on you the dumpster. Put, it's 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 one of those ones everybody's like super confused. Yeah, my knuckles hurt from knocking on the dumpster. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Joe, are you in there? No, Where, it's the garbage pail, kids. Where, where's my reservation? I like J- that. Jimmy, what Table for two. Got? Table for two, please. What's that, Rob? What questions you got? What questions do I have? You know, uh, temperature on shrimp. Everybody likes doing shrimp because you don't need a heater. But right. at what point is it too cold for shrimp? Well, normally out in the wild, they're harvested between 55 and 62 degrees. So I tell people, you know, I keep my place at usually 72, so the water's three degrees less, so it's, you know, like 69 degrees. 69. He said 69. <laughs> but I would say, you know, around the 68, if it gets down to like 65, you can buy, you know, uh, one of those heaters that you can actually control the temp. Just don't put it over 72 because most heaters are plus or minus two degrees. So that makes total sense. Yeah, down my basement uh, right now, I, I have, uh, just like the studio here, I have open ceiling and I've been been putting in um, 
insulation and stuff. And I've already noticed the uh, temperature has come up two degrees just because so, the air is not going up into my, my sunroom because my fish room is right below in my sunroom, which was added onto my house years ago. I mean, you can usually tell if, if the water's too cold. I mean, just like on betta fish, they're going to be kind of lethargic. They're not going to move that much. Right. And uh, I use matten filters on, on the back. And I know a lot of people like them, love them, hate them and stuff. What do you use at your store? Dual sponge filters. And those are pretty cheap, aren't they? They are very cheap. If you actually go on the website, it's $5 for the small ones and five fifty for the large ones. And can I use my coupon for 15% off? You sure can. Can I get some free bath water? You can get bath water, How too. about some Meals on Wheels? Meals on Wheels. He'll sell the shrimp MREs on his website. <laughs> I will sell the whole store. <laughs> I will sell my soul to the devil as long as the check clears. You said you had the American Express black, right? That's right. <laughs> I said it's black. I didn't say it was American Express. <laughs> Adam, do you, you had more questions. I saw it in your face. Uh, blanket over the head first, please, sir. <laughs> really? No. No, we're just kidding. Um, that You had some really expensive shrimp. What kind were those? Uh, blue metallic boas. You're, you're frozen, okay. sir. Oh, you were just holding still. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he didn't even tell him the price yet, Joe. And he, he didn't he, expect the uh, the question to land there. Well, I didn't know what they were. So those are not actually on the website. I just have them. So blue metallica boas were five thousand dollars when a lot of people started purchasing them. A piece, um, and the breeder overseas ended up dropping down the price because a lot of uh, U.S. Uh, Americans went over and purchased them, so I think he's got it dropped down to twenty five hundred a piece right now. Blue metallic boas, and he's looking it up. So, do you have a special like you run four for ten thousand dollars? I tell people I take titles. Really? Yep. So I could come in and, and drop off title in my car or my house. Yeah, you can still live at your house. I don't care. I'll just own it. <laughs> and how how many of those do you sell to crack? I mean, do, you actually, do you actually have clientele come in and go, I'll take them? I have clientele for tax purposes. Um, <laughs> I, I have sold a, a couple where I gave the guy a deal because he's one of my good customers. So you, how, how many do you keep on hand? Are you with the IRS? No, not, not <laughs> you know of. I have, I do believe I have 10 on hand right now. And then I have the calls, which I sell for, I, I do believe, 125 bucks. I'm just saying, you're a single guy, you know, attractive, bald. Yes, we we tried you, we tried to do an ad to get me hooked up, and there not, was like not one not one person inquired. Not one person. Shame on you. I'm just saying, it's people. It's it's not us. All right, it's because you put a red light out and you sell your shrimp to people for high amounts of money. Not high amounts. I mean, look, my PFRs are four bucks. Crystal red shrimp are four fifty. That's pretty cheap. I mean, you're talking about two grand shrimp just a minute ago. Well, that's because I was asked most expensive shrimp. Yeah, but if you buy, how do they get a metallic into that? What what gene is that? Uh, so the breeder doesn't really go over and say that. <laughs> okay, that's the biggest <laughs> thing for the people that breed certain things. They are never going to tell you what they bred in there. It's kind of like the safari line shrimp. Monica Polar will never tell you what she bred in there. So why would she tell you if? You're going to go over and duplicate it. And, and you know, if for your do-it-yourself people, if you feed the damn things glitter, you know. Just take some, <laughs> take some spray paint. There you go. The Shrimp Shack simple. Uh, the Shrimp Shack what USA Safari shrimp? apparently uh, gets a lot of your calls. Just wanted to put that out there. The Shrimp Shack 
USA.com gets a lot of your, your calls. Well, why did they name it Trim Shack in the first place? They should have went over and just, yeah. Actually, there's a Lego, I think it's a Lego movie. Joe's Shrimp Shack is actually in it. So if you Google Joe's Shrimp Shack, there's actually on there right there, I've been working with a lawyer with the whole copyright. And you said Lego? I think I just look up Joe's Shrimp Shack. I don't know what you all look Joe's like. Shrimp Shack, an abandoned restaurant. Yes. No, that's not it. <laughs> that is. That's, that's the one? Yeah, that's for Lego. The hidden side of wiki. Oh, it is. So I've been working with a lawyer for the copyright. Because my my company was in business prior to them coming out with that. <laughs> so so you're saying that people watch the Lego oh, dude, movie? My lawyer, my lawyer, my lawyer is all about that. He's just like, oh, dude, do you know that they're using your picture of that upside down flag and everything? We're gonna go after them and just let it be. And then he found this one on there too, and he's just like, so you have the same lawyer as Disney. God, you are the man. I tell them just let it go. And then I have to deal with... You no, know, no, that's a different Disney movie. Oh, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> that's right. Let it go. And then, of course, you know, you got Chris Lukup and all Chris Lukup's pictures are copyrighted. I'm the only authorized person to be able to use it in the United States. And he finds people nonstop using his pictures. And for the most part, if you give him credit for it, he doesn't care. But then some people are like, no, I'm just whatever, dude, whatever. And he's like, Joe, you have to go after him. It's like, I have enough to do during a day than to. But I had one guy on eBay that literally made thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars off his pictures. And I literally said, for every posting, I want $200 for every picture. And in 15 minutes, that picture was down. But you could see how many items that he sold using Chris's pictures. There it is, Mr. Joe Shrimp Shack Legos. That's fascinating. Bastards. We should storm the Capitol and take it down. Oh, don't say that. We're going to have people <laughs> knocking on the door. People knocking on the door. Well, they all think you live I'm in a dumpster anyway. With the libertarianism and my double passports, and now you go and talk about this shit. They're listening to us. Our phones are listening to us. That's right. Haven't you been banned from Delta yet? I mean, Schmelta. Schmelta Airlines loves me. What's interesting is... okay. Go ahead, Adam. No, no, no. Go ahead, Jim. I was just going to ramble on about Schmelta. You go ahead. Schmelta. You, well, I let you ramble about Schmelta because those are always good what? tangents. Yeah, no, they've heard it before. What? Um, What's the newest uh, shrimp what? coming out of Taiwan that would be a, that you think is going to be a huge hit when it comes over? Um, yellow Galaxy Fish Bones. That's what won the shrimp contest two years ago because we didn't do a shrimp contest last year. That's what won it last year, and as soon as that one breeder started just breeding those like crazy. So that's going to be another popular one when it comes out, when we can finally go to shows and do some traveling around. What the hell did you call it? Yellow galaxy fishbone. You know, it's amazing. You get stuff like that where, um, let's say, like Amazonas puts something on the, the front cover and stuff, and it just drives people crazy because they can't get it. And, you know, we got our friends over at Secrets Farms, too. They'll talk about wow. when they put the, the Maduka rice fish on there and stuff. Stop looking at my wood and saying, wow. You get that a lot, don't you? <laughs> I do. Robbie, you kind of lost control, didn't you? He's shaking his head. Yeah. I'm just I'm just so gone. You said this was unrated. It, it, it's something. It's something. Uh, do you carry vampire shrimp? No, I And do what not. are your experience with vampire shrimp? I do not have any experience with vampire shrimp, and I do not carry vampire shrimp. Because they suck. I eat a lot of garlic, so I don't know if it would be well for me. <laughs> See, vampires suck. 
Jimmy. I want to talk about Mexican dwarf crayfish. crayfish. So we, we, we now have, we've had the orange for a long time. We've got Correct. the blue. Is there any other colors coming out that you are aware of? I've for heard. the Mexican dwarfs, not that I know of. I know they have the Canabrillus dominatus, which is the dwarf blues. And if you keep them in a lower pH, they turn like a like a brilliant baby blue. Uh, but if you keep it in a higher pH, they end up being like a grayish black. And then you have the oranges, and then you have the brazos, which is the Canabrillus texicanus. But that's the only dwarf ones that I know of right now, unless Chris has some top secret project that he's working on and then i mean so most people keep those in a in a small tank with with themselves and stuff correct and and let's talk a little bit about how they how uh, they breed it's a, a lot like shrimp. like rabbits like rabbits the male pins the female down with his pincers and he goes to town to town and then about 30 <laughs> days later some babies are born and and uh so the babies are little miniatures correct of of mommy and daddy very and carnivorous at that age too and stuff so what do you suggest what people do when they get little baby critters is that to pull mom and dad out no you can actually keep them all in the same one just take more moss and put moss in there so you basically want to separate all the babies away from each other because when they're born if they're born in a nice open area they're going to kind of stay in that area but if you start like overwhelming them with with moss going to find their own area because i went from having like two brazos left to almost having 200 in a tank in a matter of like like 90 days no kidding so moss is absolutely the way to go it's it's a good way for them to get out way and hide i like moss is it what, what type of moss would you suggest um sub ting i use christmas moss and christmas moss do you sell that to to people i do have christmas moss okay because that that's a very hard one to find actually it, it's very uh it's it's a it's because it's a great aquascaping plant because it when it when it gets full it kind of weeps downwards versus upwards and makes more of a ground cover correct and please please people if you're going to ask for moss don't ask for java moss java moss is like the most common moss out there it's ugly when it grows out get some really nice moss i have people i bet joe would like that moss that you've got jim i don't have why are you telling a secret do you still have that shit for real which one hooker ace no we're 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 convinced that it's some sort of like really rare milfoil uh, the DNR started asking me questions about it. I tell you. Adam, oh, they did? Yeah, they thought it was fascinating. They were totally all about Jimmy so, keeping it. So, Adam, yeah, thanks for throwing me under the bus. Wow. You're welcome. See how this all works? A lot of the times during this podcast, I have to wear a helmet because they throw me under the bus so much I bump my head on the bumper. But no, Adam's got some crazy crap that you got it from a customer, correct, Adam? No, no I got it from a guy who said that the only way to, that, to get rid of it was to burn it. I like illegal shit it, or stuff that is potentially illegal. It dries out. Medicinal. That's what we like to call it. Yeah. Spicy anubias. <laughs> yeah. Medicinal. So this stuff will dry out. And in three three months, it can lay on the floor. And then you can throw it back in and it just starts growing again. And then it talks to you at night. You walk by and it goes, hey, hey, come here. And you go, fuck you. I'm not going over there. So he's got this crazy freaking moss. He gave me a piece. And it was like, I'm not kidding you. It was like six hairs. And and, and it, it was it was like less than a, less than a half inch. So now I, I've got this, this. I'm sorry that you only have less than a half inch. Yeah, you should be used to it. No, I don't. So I threw it in this tank where I throw away all my. I have a, a tank where I have all my calls and and just anything that's left over, like little pieces of, of plant I throw in there. And this stuff just kind of interwoven into everything. It just took over the whole thing. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> and it talks. You know, you've seen that. Uh, 
and what it, movie was that where it was Feed Me Seymour? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Little Feed Shop. Me Seymour. That's what this crap is. It talks to you when you go by and stuff. So Adam gave that to me. He says, you just need a little. And I go, what do you mean I just need a little? He goes, oh, that's all you need is a little. He says, yeah, he laughed at me when I brought it He goes up to you and he, he says, goes, where's, he'll give you the, the first plant? one for free. And I go, that, that, it's right there. First I can't one even for free. see it. Yeah. Like, like your wee wee. Couldn't even see it. So, yeah, he gave me this stuff, and, and it took off, and then Rob thought he'd bring it up to the DNR, and we had him on the podcast and stuff, and so then all of a sudden, we got an airplane circling in the freaking area. Swat. You brought it to the DNR? No. We, Why he, are you so surprised? Yeah. Are you doing stuff God that's it, illegal, Rob. and you're trying to, like, get everybody else in trouble? Yeah. We, we just, I helped them spell out your last name so they got it right. We are not drinking <laughs> the fruit punch, okay? We are not drinking it. Uh, is L hyphen, hyphenated? I'm like, yes. L. It is. L. Nashar. <laughs> How do you spell it? It's like, go to jail. I still got a bunch. I need I, I need one I need one hair, please. Jimmy won't share. <laughs> All just, right, I'll bring you some next time. Thank you, Dad. So it'll, uh, it'll outcompete hair algae. That's whatever the hell this is. Wow. I'm sure it's highly illegal. All right. I, I would have to see I would actually have to see a picture of it and I can actually go to my plant people that know everything about plants and they'll tell you exactly what it is. Perfect. Latin name and everything. Well, Jim a, will give it give you some. No, I won't. We'll have it at a competition. <laughs> All right, uh, user question: How is the best, or what is the best way to acclimate shrimp? Toss them in, drip them, or quarantine? I like to go over and drip acclimate. So it depends on where you get stuff. So if you are buying shrimp that you know are imported in, you should probably do a salt dip on them, and then do a drip acclimation into your tank. Don't do a plop and drop because they have to get used to your water condition, not the water temperature. Now, how would you do a salt dip? So you take some aquarium salt, and I use like normal tank water. I'll take like a small specimen container, and I'll probably take a tablespoon of aquarium salt, drop it in there, mix it all up, get the shrimp that I want as salt dip, put them in there for 30 seconds, scoop them back out, put them in some fresh uh, tank water, let them sit for a couple minutes, and then do another uh, salt dip, 30 seconds, take them out, Rinse them off, put them in the tank. They'll get off a lot of the, uh, like vorticelli, the little uh, parasite that burrows in their head. Vermicelli. I didn't know there was this. I thought vermicelli was a rice. It's a noodle. It's a noodle dip one. It's a noodle. Well, thank you, noodle. How does how does the 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 how does everybody know it's a noodle but you? Yeah, Mister Roman. I don't ask questions. I just put it in my mouth. All right. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> the food goes in the mouth. All right, so it's uh, a lotion in the bucket. Joe, I have some uh, serious questions for you. Oh God, God. where are these questions? Are so these, these questions off the top of your head because I do not see any no. email with these questions. Question one. All right, oh when did Joe Shrimpshack first start? Uh, 2017. All right, so uh, I have more questions. In Hitterdahl, Minnesota, they have found red swamp crayfish, and we want to know uh, what you were doing on the night of uh, July wow. July 15th, 2016. July 15th. <laughs> July 5th. I was probably at a horse show because I used to breed horses and go to shows. We snuff. So do you have any experience with the red swamp crayfish, sir? No, I do not. So according to what happened in Minnesota is these uh, red swamp crayfish, which are on the fringe of aquarium hobby, people do keep them. The picture that you see here makes it look like shit, but they actually do. They're like spiny red uh, crayfish. They're quite cool. Uh, They were released in a Minnesota lake 
and have adapted to acclimate to Minnesota temperatures and have now taken over the lake. It's kind of like the whole goldfish in Chaska. Did you hear about that from the DNR? Uh, I hear about goldfish everywhere. So this is what happened. Three years ago, someone, I don't know who, released some goldfish in the local stream in in Chaska. Well, they made it to, we have a couple, two man-made lakes there, and they started breeding. Uh, Minnesota Aquarium Society did harvest some, but this year, this is what was so funny. The DNR harvested 5,000 goldfish. They tagged 900 of those goldfish, and they released them back because they want to see where they spawn. I'm like, why would you release 900 of them back? Why don't you just do 50? Because now you're never going to drop down the population or again. 10. 900 they tagged in the release to see where they spawn. There's only two lakes. You know what? Let's put some muskies in those and just get rid of them. Yeah. And I believe that, I think that we saw pictures where they're, they had them in, when they're harvesting them, they had like pickup loads, like full-size pickups. Dump trucks. Like, I think Minnesota Aquarium Society harvested, I think it was like 500. I mean, when, when, when I say there is much as like minnows are, that's how many there are. And they're not just like small ones. They're four, five, six inches long. And were, so they, were they all comets or fantails or what were they? Mixed. A little bit of everything. Yep. So please, people, do not go over and take your goldfish and put them in streams because they are a carp family and they will survive. Joe's Aqua. I know, right? He's been disqualified from shows before because he had green fungus on his shrimp. How dare he? Yeah. He's like, I, I've bought shrimp off him before. The problem you have is... According to what I understand, between Taiwan breeders and people bringing them in, you have a top tier and you have like bottom tier. From what I heard, he's towards the lower tier for quality-wise on shrimp. Well, we're not about shitting on people, but that was just put in the chat. Uh, Next question from the audience is, what was the big aha moment that opened up shrimp keeping to you in the hobby? Um, I think the fact of... My ex wanted a fish aquarium, and I went to Schmetko and picked up a 10-gallon tank and did goldfish. And, of course, I told her it needs to acclimate, and she didn't want to listen to me, so she needed goldfish right away. And, of course, they lost that week and died. Um, then I went to a Petco and picked up some red cherry shrimp and did some research on it. And then I saw how many people actually are involved with this shrimp hobby. And I was just like, wow. And I got into it, and I got just... Head deep into it. I, I didn't have, I had like nine tanks when I entered the international shrimp contest and I won my category and that's what did it for me. It was all over with then. It's forever that and now picking a Pokemon. Pokemon. So what's the uh, fascination with Pokemon since we're on the subject? It's, I'd say about half my customers are into Pokemon, so I might as well get into hobby that they're into. So we have local stuff to talk about, but it is a good investment. So, whoa, whoa, half of our customers are into Cheetos and Mountain Dew. That explains a lot, Jimmy. <laughs> you don't count as a customer, Robs. <laughs> yeah, you got to spend money. I'm just here, uh, jalapeno, uh, here accommodating my fans. Jalapeno Cheetos? Jalapeno Cheetos. Those are good. I could go for those right now. Uh, heartburn and it hurt, hurts your asshole. I mean, that's what more do you want? It's all good. Wood. In with the good, <laughs> out with the bad. In. Adam, what, what else do you have? Um, Do... The shrimp eat that brown diatom algae, or will that kill them? 
they are scavengers, but if this is what you got to kind of look at here. If shrimp are used to you feeding them, they're always going to go after that pellet. It's like the difference between like like a White Castle hamburger and a filet mignon. It's kind of like Siamese alligators when they're really small, they just tear up algae. But as they get bigger, they kind of just are used to eating fish food. All right. How about do you raise any brackish shrimp? No, I do not. And why not? I just... I just don't. I like the freshwater shrimp. I like the, the ornamental shrimp. But yet you have saltwater in here. That shop. is not my tank. That's someone else's tank. Really? Yes. Tyler, they sell it to me? Tyler from Bulk Reef. He just like, you know, I need something in here so we can be friends. Oh, no. He got in trouble on one of the um, Bulk Reef, the BRS TV videos when the owner went by and said, wait, you're only supposed to have two tanks. And he counted four of them at his desk. <laughs> so he moved one to mine and he set up another tank at his place so it's his concept was if all the water was tied together it counts as one tank absolutely that is an invaluable logic the owner did not think so and four tanks is what a nice start it yeah for a desk yeah uh, i think right now he's got a 65 gallon jbj tank <laughs> he's got a coral tank and he's got a shrimp tank, and I think he's got another aquascape. So, yeah, he's got a lot of tanks. And the tank that he set up at my place is a 50 breeder. So he <laughs> took away the 50 breeder, and now he's got a 65 JBJ tank there. Well, the boss wouldn't notice. Well, we sent him the 65-gallon tank, so it's actually JBJ sent Bulk Reef one to set up, and it got set up at his desk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oops. Uh, but he's my friend. Another uh, listener question. What kind of advice do you have for hobbyists who want to make the best investment in shrimp? Do you expect – what do you expect to remain high demand for years to come? We got the basic bread and butter. So if you're going to start looking at getting in the hobby for shrimp, it's deciding what you want. Do you want to do neocaridinas or do you want to do caridinas? Uh, my best advice is that I could give you is if you do caridinas, buy the high-end of the grading wise form. So like if you do blue bolt, don't do blue bolts a grade, just do the blue bolt extreme, get the best that's out there right there. Cause they're going to, you know, through generations, they're going to color down too. So you can get multiple colors versus trying to get a low grade one and be like, Oh, I really hope I'm going to get a high grade one. It's just not going to happen. That's my advice. If I could go back in time, that's what I would do. I would not start with the low grade stuff. I'd start with just the higher grade stuff. You pay a little bit more for it, but it's worth the bang. Now, I know you travel overseas to fish farms. Give me a description of the commercial shrimp hatchery. I don't know if you call it a hatchery. Well, it's a lot of breeders. So picture someone's basement, and this is rows and rows of usually 20-gallon tanks. And they'll what they'll do is they'll breed a specific line here. Once they release their babies, they'll take them and they'll put them in the second tank and they just keep on going down the line. So then the first tank, when they're ready to sell, they sell the first tank and they just work their way down. So it's just an assembly line? Kind of, yes. And so are they grabbing the adults out then and keep moving them down the line? Correct. And so I've heard that called like like line breeding? Line breeding, yes. Okay. And so they how, how many do they start out with in a tank? It all it all depends on breeders. I, I've seen people do 20 breeders, and they put usually around maybe like 100. There's not that many males in there. It's mostly females because the males are 
for like the striping are really sought after because that's what holds the majority of the genetics and it only takes one or two males to get all those females pregnant. So it's a lot easier just to keep on transferring the specific male that you want over and over and over. And so when you are purchasing uh, fish from like like uh, from overseas in a bag and you get 150 or 200 or 100 fish or 100 shrimp, how many uh, do they send you? Are they sending both males and females or are they? It depends. So usually when you purchase shrimp overseas, they have juvies, males, and females. So they always say that as juvies, they can't sex them, which isn't really true. It goes by the rostrum, their antenna. If their antenna is as big as their body, it's a male. If the rostrum is longer than their body, it's a female. And they've got very good at how quick they can look at that and scoop. So you have some breeders that you could order a hundred shrimp and you will get all males on the caradina. And then on the neocaradinas, you will get all females and not no males because they don't want you to breed them. So they're saving back their males and letting releasing females. I, I know like like Petco or not I'm sorry, Pet Smart, when you go in and, and to purchase a hamster, all they do is sell all male hamsters, all male guinea pigs. All yeah, but every pet smart is different. So like you can go down twenty miles down the road whoa, and they'll whoa. sell all the females. Why are you defending pet smart? Yeah. I'm not. Are you gonna Why are you a big box conspirator guy? Dude, you were so quick. He was like in mid-thought of trying to say something, and you were just like, you super interrupted him. You're back to putting the blanket over your head. <laughs> I'm just glad they're shitting on you for once. It puts the lotion in the bucket. We're going to go and crawl in our hole at what we ran them. Well, that's what kills me. You go to the big box stores, and, and we're all going to sell nothing but, but, but males. And you go, why is that? You know, well, we don't, you know, we don't want to encourage breeding. So where are you getting your stuff, people? You know what I mean? Apparently somebody's breeding it for you. What's it matter it, to you? That's guys? where it's frustrating for like myself. I try and do a lot of the breeding, but of course, certain species like the PFRs and stuff, I cannot keep up with the quantity that's being sold. So I have to bring them in by good breeders that are out there. And I always make sure I'm like, hey, these are like mixed, you know, mixed sex. And oh yeah, one hundred percent they're mixed sex. And I'll get a bag and I'm like Yep, there's no sausage in these neos. They're all females, but remarkably, majority of the females are pregnant. So then, in a matter of days, I have thousands of babies in my tank. You ever have shrimp change sex on you? No, no, not like betas or something. No, they say that shrimp do that. They they say that shrimp are ma- are born males and they can convert over to females. But from what I understand from the Taiwan breeders. It's the it's the rostrum, the antenna that they go by. You don't give them that village people sauce and change it up. Uh, no, I don't do the village people. Sorry, so it's a lot like Bruce Jenner. <laughs> well, get really quiet there. I, I was hoping for a Wheaties joke. These guys don't mind. know who Bruce Jenner is. Probably they're like, "What? Don't you mean Caitlyn? Oh, Caitlyn Jenner! Caitlin. Oh, thank goodness, God. Bruce Jenner. I thought Bruce died Bruce, years ago. Bruce Jenner when he gave talks was fifty thousand dollars. Caitlyn Jenner now it's like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. She knows what's up. I might tuck it in too. I don't know. Hey, we've all done it. Stand in front of the mirror, you know, tuck it in, pretend you're a surfer. You no, know we I mean? have not all done That's it. That's just what? you. That is you. <laughs> Do you remember the scene from Silence of the Lambs where that guy yes. does that and then he sings? Wait, was that a That's real that thing? Beautiful. Yeah. I now need to see Silence of the Lambs. You've never seen Silence of the Lambs? Never. Well, then you, that's why every time I see you put the lotion in the bucket, you go, what? Oh, I know the it meme. Is, that was from that it's movie? It's so beautiful. 
So beautiful. Oh, that guy that 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 did that movie won awards. I can't remember what he got, but I think he won like an Oscar for doing that when he was part of the uh, dancing his woo-ha, yeah, you know, because he was so freaked out. And even Jodie Foster said he was so freaky, nobody even talked to him. That's, I mean, he was very unique in it. Yeah. It puts a lotion on the skin. And- I feel like he tried to mix a little Macho Man Randy Savage with that one. No, that's- <laughs> I mean, when, he fre- when he freaked out on her, Brother. when he freaked out on her, it was like, damn. Yeah. I don't want to be in his dungeon. I need to watch that movie, apparently. Yes. You, yes. If you have not seen Times the Lambs or Stripes, you need to do that. Oh, um, I stripes, think we lost him. What's that, Adam? Lost two. Did you lose us? Did you interrupt us again, Adam? Are you there, Adam? Adam, Adam lost us. Adam, Adam, Adam you, looks like Are you he's... playing with your testicles, Adam? Don't answer if you are. Blink twice. <laughs> All right, so we'll let him continue. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Adam, have you been kidnapped? <laughs> God. Did the IRS finally catch up to you or the DNR with your illegal moss? That's right. Adam. Adam's face is frozen on our refresh him. Actually, it might be our internet, but uh, since we have Joe here in person, who cares? So, but <laughs> he did say we lost them. So did everybody lose us and we're the only ones here right now? I think we're the only ones here. And right we're now. talking to ourselves. Oh, look, we're talking to ourselves anyways. We're, we're doing great. We're doing great. That's all we're doing. Right up in that Billy Idol. All right. So what is the secret to breeding a mono shrimp? A mono shrimp? Yes. You need brackish water. So, but tell us the process. Because we hear we need brackish water, and then people go, oh, I'm not going to try it. Here's the thing. I want to try it. Here's the thing. Give me instructions. If you have all these breeders, Germany, Taiwan, America, if none of those breeders are breeding a mono shrimp, they're not breeding them for a reason. It's not worth it, the time and hassle into it to breed your mono shrimp. Well, I just want to do it just to check my little box so I can go to my fish club and go, ha, I did one more thing. You did one <laughs> Your more fish thing. club. That's you me. Might, you might as well. That's <laughs> me. Just give, just, just give them a credit. You get it. You get it now. Yeah. Rubbing it in your face. Ha, another thing you have a red knife. That's okay. I I can just make one phone call and have a bag of 250 here on Monday. So Right? I don't, it's, and they're 63 cents wholesale. They're, yeah, they're cheap. It's kind of like ghost shrimp. Everybody's like, I want to breed these cheap? ghost shrimp. A don't mono shrimp have won over $6 in most places when there used to be two. The, yeah, but there's wholesale versus retail. Yeah. So wholesale must have went up. Some we of them. tend not to give our secrets away. Shush. Shush. Wood. Wood. I have the same lists. You gave it to them. Yes. God. Damn. No, so a mono shrimp for wholesale is pretty cheap, same as gold shrimp. So nobody really breeds those anymore because they need the brackish water. So in theory, you would have your fresh water tank. You'd have a separate tank that has brackish water. You basically tell when the female is pregnant. You wait the 28 days. She can release. You scoop up the larvae because they are larvae, not shrimp. What? Help yourself. We're just having a party over here. Sorry. They had to come down. and just. That was my wife. She confirmed that the internet went poo-poo. Oh, so it is just us. It is just us. We are alone. Oh. Don't worry, we're still recording. Damn it. That's okay. <laughs> I don't have to edit this shit. What do I care? Anyways, a mono shrimp. So once they, you see that they're, they're, they're holding, they're holding, them you, over. you know, you usually wait for like 28 days, let them release in their tank. And then this like little larvae, they're not shrimpies. They're just little larvae. Scoop the larvae up, put them in the brackish. And then. Oh, so you don't even transfer the adult into the brackish. You can transfer the adult, but you really have to be specific of when you get, when she's pregnant, when she's going to release. So when the little... Because the adults can't take it? Correct. When the little 
larvae turns into a shrimp, then you have to acclimate them over to freshwater. So you see all the time consuming of trying to see when a larvae turns into a shrimp to transfer it over versus just buying one. So that I, that kind of hurts my brain because I've had brackish tanks. I put them on a shrimp in there and they live full lives. So it's just more or less can be difficult when they're pH? already accl- acclimated. I don't remember. Probably some magical pH. Like that a, just like a, like a pinch. Oh, no, like full-on brackish fish. Like full-on 1.01 brackish. Right, like halfway to salt. Like it was, that's What's, brackish. That's farther than halfway. <laughs> halfway to salt. 1.01 is uh-huh. like three-quarters of the way to salt water because salt water is 1.026. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I used the... Uh, Hydrometer? The, uh, the brewer's one. All the people are calling It's now. Adam. Oh, get him! Get him back on the horn, Jimmy. Yes, we wait. Hold him up to the mic. Hold him up to the mic. Put him on speaker. Put on speaker. What up, dude? Not much. You guys disappeared. Uh, no, we're still here. The internet pooped, and we're gonna continue. We're almost done. Okay, so you got. Um, Thanks for interrupting us. Now we have to re-record hey, the hey, whole entire Adam, thing. Adam, tell the fans that are listening in how much you love them. I love the fans, and you're on my speaker so they can hear you. And you're on our speaker, too. Good deal. Bye, Adam. Bye. Thank you. I guess that's a wrap so they can Oh, there oh, we're back. Hey, we're back. Hey, See, hey. Adam, 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 I'm going to tell you this again. If you hit the disconnect button one more time, <laughs> cut your that, that fingers off. That bath water is going to be brown chocolate water getting sent to you. So stop hitting the <laughs> – so it wasn't us, guys. It was Adam hitting the disconnect button. That's what it was. The How the hell time. did I do it? Because really? you're, magi- you're magically delicious. Because you, you get the magic wide. cape over your head almost. <laughs> oh, here it is. I think the government got him. I think that's uh, what I'm going with. I think. Oh, someone called the goon squad. All right, we won't mention that name. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I saw that name, and I'm going. Why does it say coronavirus? Okay, here we Wait, go. Oh, it didn't say coronavirus. Uh, one more question from the audience. There is little to no information on shrimp breeding in regards to how fast they reproduce. Typically speaking, how quickly will a female raise up a clutch of eggs, and roughly how many shrimplets per clutch? All right. So it's usually 25 to 28 days she'll release. Usually within the last week, you can start seeing the little eyes in the eggs. Um, they can breed every 30 days. Um, and it depends on the shrimp because usually the first time moms, they won't have that many eggs. They might even drop the eggs, but as they get more experience holding the clutch, they'll get more and more and more. I've had a female where the clutch was as big as her body. She looked like a fat wood tick. Her name was Bertha and she was beautiful until she died. How long did she live? About two years. That's a long wow. that's a long old shrimp. She bred a lot. She was my baby maker. She was my octopus mom. Octomom or whatever. Octomom. Octomom. Also, don't ever Google Octomom naked. I'm worth it. Mm-mm. Bacon strips. I got in trouble with my wife. She opened my phone. Like, what the hell are you been looking at? Bacon strips. I was with my buddies. I never knew heard of Octomom before. Really? Yeah. Is that it wasn't right afterwards. No. There's a couple of stretch marks on that. There's you cannot go back from that. There's a whole lot of Frankenstein, you know, scars. Well, but you got to say because you have female listeners too. Giving birth is a beautiful thing, and just because women give birth and if they get a little bit big and they have stretch marks, doesn't I mean we don't look at them that way. Why can't it's, they just be like guys who like get like stretch marks? We're from, talking uh, octomom with lifting here. and stuff. We're talking octomom guys. I mean, she literally looked like she had a sheep attached to her belly, just sticking straight out. Bad. It was just not. It was just not right. She gave birth. 
to what? Eight to the litter? Eight. Eight, eight, eight to the litter. That's eight litter. It's a litter. Yeah. At, at eight, it's a litter. <laughs> it was a lot. It's literally shocking. And then she ran into rough times and had to do porn. Boom, chicka, laka, laka, boom. I not, feel like at that note, we've, uh, we've kind of uh, did you dragged also out hear about the father? The father's running for governor in Arizona. What? Well, yes. he's got to do something for his money. He was, he's been on a lot of Facebook videos of um, he's Republican. So he's going really gangbuster against the Democrats where they've been like, dude, we'll arrest you if you do not leave here. Wait, is he also a Catholic by any chance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anytime you have 12 or more kids. Oh, he's got a lot of kids. A lot of kids. That's a lot, a of, lot kids. of diapers. You know, as long as we're, we're talking about, about politics. So the, Oh, the, no. No, I, I don't talk politics. Thank but, you. But here's something close to my heart. So the state of Oklahoma has on its books right now they want to vote about starting a Bigfoot hunting license. You can actually. How much is that going to cost? I don't know. But yeah, this is the state of Oklahoma. And why are they shooting my Bigfoot? Because I like the Bigfoot. I like it running around. Like, you know. She likes the Bigfoot, too. Oh, yeah. Adam, you got any other questions hey, since, Joe, you, since I, you were gone? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, you know how you said that that female Bertha would drop huge litters? Yep. Is that a genetic thing? Did you save some of her kids and like see if they dropped huge litters too or no? Well, as as time goes by, the more and more that they get pregnant, the more they learn to fan their eggs so they can hold more. Okay. I mean, but it's I, it's typically 30 to 35. But if you're looking every 30 days, that's a lot of babies. Yeah. Just play some Barry White. Key in Barry White. So the last question, Yeah. Uh, what is this magical medicinal remedy that I hear about that uh, some of the people raving on Discord about? It's like a powder thing. It's kind of like a cure-all for shrimp. For? Exactly. Uh, they tell me all types of things. For what? I have not heard anything Different shrimp diseases, all kinds of goodies. It's Cocaine? Like your, your, Cocaine? Your favorite little shrimp powder. <laughs> coca? Is it from the coca plant? Coca? So there is a... There is a medicated food out there that a few of us are testing for the green fungus. It's called Tema Care. Um, I've had good results on three shrimp. It takes over a month to treat the shrimp. You feed it once a week. Um, but before we really like say, hey, this is a cure-all for green fungus, we need more research on it. Um, but otherwise, there is a product called Z1 for like hydro and planaria as well, too. I think Z1 is what they were referring to is uh, some of the, the cures that I saw in the forms. For Hydra and Planary, it's all natural. All natural? All natural. Well, that's what it says in the instructions, all natural. But I will say this right now. I love the SO Aqua line. Not as much as I love Shrimp King, but their instructions in the back on some of the stuff you should not follow. You should actually ask the expert that you're dealing with of how to dose it and how long to keep it in your tank. Because it says keep it in there for a week, and I do not believe in that. It's 48 hours before you do your water change because it's a lot of ammonia that's going to get released in the tank. They must be doing huger tanks than two and a half gallons. Well, it's even 10 gallons. It's a one-level scoop for a 10-gallon tank. So you use, it, you use it to treat planaria and hydra. Well, if it has detritus worms in your tank, too, it's going to kill off all the hydra and planaria and detritus worms. So picture this. You dose it in your tank. And in 24 hours, all that stuff dying. And you keep it in your tank for a week. You're going to have dead shrimp. So do a water change after 48 hours. 
Let's talk about dehydrous. Hydro. The hydra. Hell hydra. Let's talk about the worms. Yes. Those quickly little white worms that go on the front That's of my glass. Detritus worms. So yeah. hydra has the arrow shaped heads. Yes. And how do you get rid of those? You dose with Z1. Or dog dewormer works too. Dog dewormer. And will that affect the shrimp? No, it will not. So it's usually one pinch of dog dewormer. Just crush it up to a nice fine powder, sprinkle it on top, and let it kind of drift all over. 48 hours to do a water change. And, and where do these things come from? That we don't really know. Is it does So a lot of people can get them from plants, like if they buy plants from people that already had hydra in their tank. But if you kind of look at if I set up a brand new tank and I use RO water to set up my tank and I have brand new soil, brand new filter, how do I get those little squiggly detritus worms in there? Is it in the soil? Is it is it one of those things? Nobody really knows. Yeah, the, the little squiggly worms that, that are, are free swimming. They look like little threads. Right. And um, I've had luck where I'll throw in like two neon tetras. Oh, yeah, they'll gobble them up. And they'll gobble them up and stuff. And I'll leave them in there for a day and then pull them. Because so um, once those little worms are gone, they'll start hunting baby shrimp and whatnot. But I've never got anything to kill the damn worms that are stuck to the side. Yep. Z1 will do that. Z1. Well, now I know something I didn't know earlier. I'll have to bring some up here. I know a guy. Take I know a guy. Plenty of guys. All right, Adam, last shot. Why are you chuckling over there, Adam? I, I'm good. Why are you chuckling? Why were you shaking your head? Because right he, he's he, got Z3. He does not have any freaking pants on. That's why. We can only see him from the waist up. Oh. He's looking down. He's giggling, going, look at that. I got a half inch. Yeah. I do. Yeah, okay. It is cold out. He's we'll playing with his shallow um, wood. Not yeah. like six inches. We'd really appreciate it too, Adam, if your wife would start on another painting because there's no painting behind you tonight exactly. to look at. She should do a painting and you just have the big old like balls and a nice little Eiffel Tower coming out from the top of it and just put it on there for a podcast and see if anybody notices that. Exactly. Okay. Or get yourself a blank canvas and just lay your junk on it and trace yourself and put it up and see if anybody notices. <laughs> All righty, I'll work on that. Well, last questions for our question for Joe. Uh, the audience wants to know because we have worked very hard on uh, making sure that your business is appropriately represented in the advertisements. Okay. Uh, so the, the fans are the ones that actually come up with the ideas. Okay. Uh, most of them actually have been in a lot of the advertisements. So they desperately want to know what are a few of your favorites. <laughs> they want to know where's, where's the damn check? Where's the damn check? How come you have not sent wow. me any money? No, no, they they get it. They get their uh, their check from fifteen percent off promo code. Oh, there we go. That's right. But I will say, if listeners are listening and you walk into the store, be kindful that this is a family run establishment, <laughs> and don't come walking into the store saying, talking about my six inches of chola wood. <laughs> when there's a little girl there and her mom, and then try and justify it by saying, "Hey, she's just a little girl. She doesn't understand it." But her mom does. <laughs> well, obviously, or she wouldn't have a little girl. I'm not saying no names, but I know he's going to be listening to this right here. Age-appropriate family-run store. <laughs> yes, I'm talking to you. And you've been in there a few times. Adam's like, is he talking to me? It wasn't no. you, Adam. No, but but what are some of your favorite advertisements? Well, was it my wife? <laughs> <laughs> No, I like the Don Cholo. That I like that one. That one was the hit. That was I really liked. That was that was funny. 
Um, and then you had what was that the, the proctologist? That was great. That was a great. That one. was that was kind of unique on that one too. <laughs> unique. unique. It's it, unique. it's always like Rob always goes over and says, "Hey, did you listen to the podcast yet?" I'm like, "Well, not yeah." Oh no, it's always oh, the bad ones. I it's like them. you got to go listen to it. I'm like, "Oh God, what now?" And then I'll listen to. It, I'm like, "All right, that's." <laughs> That's that's pretty funny right there. You got to keep up with your own memes. That way, when people are inappropriate in your story, you know why. I don't even like like on Discord. I'm afraid of the memes, so I don't even go on that whole entire meme thing. <laughs> you know, I don't even want to. I don't even want to see it. I do not. So like, I, I see the notifications. You are our Bernie Sanders. And the thing is, yeah. is like the thing is, is like I don't even. I click it to like clear out the notification, but I don't look at them because I'm afraid to. Because that'll be like, oh, that motherfucker said what? <laughs> We're gonna eat some shrimp. Mittens. I will find your real name. Don't hide behind Discord. I will. You know. uh, I will find your real name. We're gonna have to get in some shrimp mittens. You know. I do have that new meme with uh, with Bernie on there and Forrest Gump. Did you see that? One? Oh, yeah. You're not on Facebook. That's no, right. my wife shows me stuff. Is- and I also saw uh, Bernie in the bathtub with Prince. That was pretty cool. Wow. And uh, you remember the old Kiss album from Kiss Alive 2 and it showed the audience and stuff? You got Bernie out in the audience sitting in there. I saw, what was it, the Fatal, was it Fatal Attraction with the the blonde that's being interviewed? Yes. And she uncrosses her legs. They literally put Bernie right there. <laughs> <laughs> right where the Gwyneth Paltrow candle was. I, I was got- like, sitting there going... That's actually a funny one. I actually like that one. That's pretty cool. I'm going to go home and look for that right now. So uh, I, I expect I, I will it, find it for you. <laughs> for you memers, you need to make the uh, twisted iced tea, except it's Joe that, that smacks a, a bottle of Z1 <laughs> in Adam's face. That would be a good one. I like the whole like. There's oh that was you, oh the poke that was Pokemon on here. That too. was the government coming in. Government. See that was I just literally picked up my phone right now and it's because we talked about Pokemon, and it came up. It's so, all over. Yeah, so I'm going to go to the meme because someone posted like, hey, everybody, let me see your best Bernie memes. And I'm just like, oh, definitely. That's the Bernie sleeper. Oh, we can keep on talking. Everybody's kind of staring at me while I look at this. I'm just waiting for uh, for like a Joe Shrimp Shack version. There is one. Have you seen it on my Facebook yet? I have. So that is the Joe, Joe Shrimp Shack version. I don't really work with a lot of good, like, cameras and everything else and computers so i mean if you want to do a whole joe shrimp shack with the old twisted tea and everything yeah i'm telling you like z1 and then have them smack in the face like adam i mean if you guys do some like appropriate things for a family like (laughs) kids are gonna because kids do go on my facebook and they do look at this stuff if you do some like appropriate memes and stuff you know joe i will share them i notice how nervous he is talking joe, to our audience how about joe pulling up in a z28 delivering some z1 hey there you go i like that one too how's it going <laughs> bernie with the twisted t in his mitts well joe thanks for coming on buddy thanks for having me here uh, it was a beautiful three-hour trip and unfortunately there was no pokemon all the way up here I, I will try to make do with uh, making that up to you. I have yeah. magic. If that's any consolation. No, it's not the same. I even called that one store today and I left a message. We'll so get we'll you see. get you into some cardboard crack. Cardboard crack. I don't, yeah. I don't do drugs, so I'm asked to do cardboard crack. Well, until then, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Joe from his uh, Shrimp Shack at joeshrimpshack.com. Uh, the promo code bathwater is still valid for, well, until the end of J- January. If, then you can just go buy it on your own for, I think, what is it, five bucks each? Five bucks. Five bucks. Shrimp bathwater. Or else you can go out in the dumpster behind his place and just take it. 
No. No, Maverick, if you challenge me, I will make you a special item. Ian is the Joe Shrimp Shack page under odds and ends, but that's actually a nice saltwater one. Um, <laughs> I like that one. It's Bernie sitting on Maverick, the frag, uh... if you do challenge me, I will come up with something that we can get Rob quite well with. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. I already have multiple cases of cholo wood sitting in my, my basement. I'm going to grab some on the way out. We're, we're, we're going to make Lincoln log houses. But uh, until, together. until next kind of, uh, time, guys, if you like the podcast, we're happy to be back. Uh, but we still need to keep the lights on. Uh, go to uh, AquariumGuysPodcast.com. Give us a couple bucks. You know, help this guy out. Use a promo code. It helps keep the lights on. And uh, we're going to see you next week. Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Please go to your favorite place where podcasts are found, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever they can be found. Like, subscribe, and make sure you get push notifications directly to your phone so you don't miss great content like this. All those naughty But I went to 7-Eleven, and there was these two girls that were there, and I couldn't just believe what happened when I bought my slushie. Right, exactly. And she spilled some on her white shirt. And she said, would you like to get it off? Yeah. Would. Would. Would.